Well, hello, everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. And why would we want to know that God is in the place where we are? For this simple reason. Why is God there? Because God seeks relationship with you. Well, we're in this series called Knowing Jesus. Many years ago, a Catholic priest that I talk about often because I, I couldn't tell my story and reflect through my life without talking about him, Father Des Williamson, when I was a teenager, he introduced me to a relationship with Jesus. And this was the phrase he used for weeks that captured me. He used to say this, Bruce, you could know Jesus. Bruce, you could know Jesus. Bruce, you could know Jesus personally. Jesus wants everyone to know him personally. See, up until that point in time, even though I was only a teenager, I had gone to church because my family had gone to church. I'd gone to church because I went to a Catholic school. I'd gone to church because, well, I had never known any different. I didn't have any options. But I was at a point where many of the boys in the all-boy Catholic school that I attended uh, were stopping going to church. Even in my family, my older brothers were wrestling with attendance at church. And Father Des came into my life and started saying, you could know Jesus. You could have a relationship with Jesus. Uh, and, and I remember he taught me how to pray and he introduced me to Jesus and how to have Jesus in my life. And as I've uh, talked about in the past, I wrote this book called Personal Prayer because Father Des and then many others taught me how to pray. And then over 30 years, I practiced that. And then I wrote the book Personal Prayer. And it's all about how to know Jesus. That's what this personal prayer book is about. Well, one of the mistakes that we can fall into so often, particularly as Catholic people, but I think this is true of people from any Christian denomination, but certainly is true of Catholics, is that we can fall into a few different camps. We can fall into the camp of obligation. I go to church, I talk to God because I have to talk to God. Friday, Sundays is the day I do that. But, you know, Monday through Saturday, I don't really talk to God all that much. Uh, and so you could, you could be in, in that camp. You could be in the intellectual camp. And the intellectual camp is, I just need to keep knowing more. I need to know more. I keep to, need to know more. And the need to know more camp gives the appearance of having a relationship with God, but often can be a trap. Now, don't get me wrong. Knowing more is critically important, but it's not the point of it. What the point of it is, is what Father Des told me about, was that it was about relationship, relationship with Jesus. And if we're going to talk about knowing Jesus, if we don't talk about relationship, we can look at all of the various things that we've been looking at through the scriptures and the teaching of the church. And what we'll end with, I know more about God. But as I've said many times, knowing about God and knowing God is very different. Even though I've known that many years and even now I know it, I have to be very, very, very careful and be constantly reminded it's about relationship with Jesus. Have a look at this story of Jesus goes to Lazarus, uh, his house in Bethany. He's raised uh, Lazarus from the dead. And have a look at this exchange that takes place in this passage of Scripture. And it's from John chapter 12, verse 1. And it says this, Six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, the home of Lazarus whom he had raised from the dead. There they gave a dinner for him. Martha served and Lazarus was one of those at the table with him. Mary took a pound of costly perfume made of pure nard, anointed Jesus' feet and wiped them with her hair. 
The house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. But Judas Iscariot, one of his disciples, the one who was about to betray him, said, Why was this perfume not sold for 300 denarii and the money given to the poor? He said this not because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. He kept the common purse and used to steal what was put into it. Jesus said, Leave her alone, Judas. She bought it so that she might keep it for the day of my burial. You always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. Now, a few things about this story that's fabulous is, is to understand the, the uh, ointment, that, uh, this nard that uh, she anointed Jesus with. A denarii is about one day's salary. So 300 denarii is effectively 300 days of salary, nearly a year's salary. And it came in alabaster jars. And, and so she anoints Jesus' feet with it. It's, as he says, a preparation for his death. But also because she is giving honour. Some scholars say because he had raised Lazarus and she was just overcome with awe the Jesus, of what Jesus had done. She recognised Jesus for who he is. Judas Iscariot, the one who betrayed Jesus, the one the scriptures tell us, uh, pilfered from the collective money of the Jesus and the apostles, he complains because this money could have been given to the poor, so he says. And what's Jesus saying? This is, what, this is where I want to focus today. There's a number of things we could focus in this passage of Scripture. But if we go right down uh, the end to verse 7, Jesus said, leave her alone. And, we could, and, and to add emphasis, let me add the word Judas. Leave her alone, Judas. She bought it so that she might keep it for the day of my burial. You always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. What Jesus is saying very clearly is it's important to spend time with me. Jesus was saying, yes, the poor are important. No doubt. We couldn't deny that. You couldn't be Christian without an awareness of people who are poor, poor in terms of their finances, poor in spirit, the two different kinds of poor that there are. You couldn't be aware, you couldn't be a Christian with that. But Jesus says, pause on that because there are moments in your life when you have me. Not knowledge of me, but you have me in the flesh. You have me in your heart. You have me present. And when I, and when I read this passage of scripture, what it reminds me of is the need to make sure at times with all of our busyness, with all of our activity, with all we know about God, with all of our attending church, with all of the things that we do that are religious or helpful to others, that sometimes we've got to stop and pause and be in love with Jesus. Because it's when we're in love with someone that we know them. Uh, in, in, in a month's time, Rosemary and I will have been married for 40 years. I've talked about that in a month's time. And I know I look way too young, as I often say, to be married for that long, but it's true. And, and, and whilst I don't look the same as I did that young, fit guy, as I often talk about the day I married, and Rosemary is not the same girl she was on that day. I love her so much more today than I ever have, as I've said in the past, because I know her. The difference is knowing. The difference is knowing. Like anything that is rich, it is that knowing, not in the sense of knowledge, but knowing in the sense of having experienced. That's why personal prayer, 
That's why spending time with Jesus is so critical for our life. It's so critical to be, to be reminded over and over again, know Jesus, spend time with Jesus. And I need people to keep reminding me, and I've been doing this for a long time because I so easily can fall into the habit of being busy about the things of God, busy about knowing about God and forgetting about knowing Jesus at that personal level. I want to encourage you today as we look through this series and go through this series knowing Jesus, it isn't knowledge that I'm trying to give you, but rather that afterwards you would stop and you would talk to Jesus about what we talked about so that you would have that deeper knowing of him so that it bubbles up, as Pope Francis says, to a new life within us and a vitality within us of strength. So today, can I say to you, talk with Jesus, spend time with Jesus, get to know Jesus like you know a friend. And then church, what you do know academically, knowledge wise of Jesus just becomes so much richer and it transforms our whole life. You can do this, you really can, but you gotta spend time getting to know Jesus more deeply. And very sadly, and let me finish on this thought, there are many older people who've been going to church all their life who don't have a personal relationship with Jesus uh, much at all because they never thought they could, as someone said to me recently. And I wanna to say to you, yes, you can. Just like a spouse or someone you love, you can know Jesus like that, but so much more. Loving Father, we give you thanks today. We give you praise today that you call us to a personal relationship. Allow us, Lord God, to encounter you more and more, just as I wrote in the book, Personal Prayer, to know you as a friend. And Father, we ask this in the name of Jesus, through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all, everybody. See you tomorrow. And don't forget, wherever you are, God is never far from you.